0: The same sports ran Good evening to you. Welcome to SAFM Sports Wrap. This evening I'm Brad Brown. It's great to be with you. Thank you very much to the MoneyWeb team. They'll be back on your radio again tomorrow. We've got half an hour of non-stop sporting action coming your way. We'll be chatting UEFA Champions League. We'll also chat Philip Poch. Big athletics meet coming up this weekend in the Northwest. We'll also chat some Lions rugby uh, amongst other things as well. But let's start with some cricket. The Pro squad that'll do duty at the ICC Champions Trophy in England in June was announced today. Left-arm spinner Keshav Maharaj has earned his maiden one-day international call-up to the 15-man squad. Mornay Morkel makes a return to the limited-overs format that after more than nine months on the sidelines. The squad departs for England on the 16th of May and They'll begin their preparations with 250 over tour matches against Sussex and Northants before uh, or followed by three ODIs rather against England and that's uh, all ahead of the tournament which starts against Sri Lanka for the Proteas at the Oval on the 3rd of June. The full squad is as follows. Hashim Amla, Quinton de Kock, Faf Duplessis, AB de Villiers, JP Dumini, David Miller, Chris Morris, Wayne Parnell, Andile Felicuayo, Kajiso Rabada, Tahir, Dwayne Pretorius, Keshav Maharaj, Fahan Behadin and Mone Morkel. Meanwhile, it was also announced today that Aiden Markram and Kaya Zondo were, or are, their respective captains for the South African A four-day and 50-over squads for the upcoming tour of England. Dale Steyn has been included in the four-day team. And news out of the IPL, the Sunrisers Hyderabad up against the Delhi Daredevils Hyderabads in their 20 overs, posting 191 for the loss of four. On to football now, and if reports aren't to be believed, Luke Amal will appeal against the PSL Dispute Resolution Chamber's ruling yesterday that he must return to his former club, Polokwane City. Amal resigned from the Lobopo side in March before joining Bloom Celtic less than 24 hours later. Meanwhile, some mouth-watering action to look forward to tonight in the PSL. Sundowns take on Supersports United in another Twanay derby. That one taking place at the Lucas Moripe Stadium. Polakwane City hosts Platinum Stars and then table Cape Town City. Take on third place, Bidvest Witz. City coach Eric Tinkler says the students are definite title contenders, but he fancies his chances.
1: In my opinion, a team that obviously stands a very, very good chance of, of winning the league. Uh, currently one point behind us but still with two games in hand um, so yeah it's going to be a tough task but you know, we, we have a lot of self belief in ourselves, we've had a very good season so far there's a lot of confidence, the morale is high the team spirit is very high and, and we like to back ourselves and, and that's what's important it's just looking after ourselves and focusing on ourselves and and trying to achieve our personal objectives that we've set ourselves.
0: The former Orlando Pirates coach who also spent many years as an assistant coach at Vitz. says that with the games in hand, it wouldn't surprise him to see Gavin Hunt come to play for a draw in Cape Town tonight. However, with a lot of big games still to play for Vitz Tinkler says he's pretty sure they'd like to try and win in the Mother City so that they don't get caught out.
1: Um, You know, I think he... He knows he's only a point behind us. He has the advantage of having games in hand. I think personally he would be quite happy to come here and take a point and be happy with that. But at the same time, I think he's as well aware as I am. You know, at this stage of the season, everybody's looking to pick up points. Uh, he still has some very big games coming up. Uh, and in the back of his mind he's, he's obviously thinking that he would like to come in and play all three and, and I think he believes he can do that because he has the squad uh, to do that you know. and Gavin has always played a, a very direct form of football and, and I doubt very much that will, will change I think you'll still see a lot of balls being played Into our box, and uh, you know, we've got to be pretty well prepared for that defensively. And I think he's he's seen that as being obviously one of our weaknesses which obviously we've had to, to work on and, and ensure that we, we improve in those those areas.
0: Bad news for Tipper United. Midfielder Bujani Sally has been ruled out of the rest of the season. He broke his leg against Kaiser Chiefs. Two matches to look forward to in the Champions League tonight. Barcelona with another mountain to climb their host Juventus and Borussia Dortmund away to Monaco. On to rugby. It looks likely that Jan Sadfontaine will be lost to South African rugby in the near future. The centre has turned down a dual deal with the Bulls and SA Rugby and will instead explore opportunities abroad instead. In tennis news Dominic Thiem and Thomas Burdish have progressed to the Monte Carlo Masters third round with wins over Robin Haase and Tommy Haas respectively. Stan Wawrinka beat Yuri Vesely. He's through while Marin Cilic ease past Jeremy Sade in straight sets. Will number one Annie Murray booked his spot with a 7-5-7-5 win in the third round over Gilles Muller while nine-time champion Rafael Nadal needed three sets to beat Britain's Carl Edmund love, 5-7 and 6-3. And other tennis news, 23-time Grand Slam winner Serena Williams has announced that she's 20 weeks pregnant. And finally in cycling news, Alejandro Valverde won the La Flèche Wallon for the fifth time, while Daniel Martin finished second and Dylan Teentz third. Coming up next, we'll chat some athletics. SAFM Sports Wrap. Well, it's uh, been on everybody's lips over the last, uh, I don't want to say a few weeks. It's probably over a month already. I'm talking about the hashtag fill up potch uh, The time is drawing nearer uh, so much so that uh, the fastest man in the world tweeted about it uh, earlier today, uh, putting his faith in Wade for We're joined now by a man that's no stranger to South African sprinting. He knows what it takes to run fast, uh, maybe not uh, right now, but uh, in his prime. Matthew Quinn, welcome on to SAFM Sports. I'm not saying you're slow now that you're old, but uh, you're looking forward to this weekend, aren't you?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. I'm going to ignore a comment, Brad. I'll ignore that. But yes, what a weekend we've got lined up. Potch is going to be the place to be, guys. It's really we got some incredible athletics. Uh, two days to go. eh? What, how did kids say? It? Two more sleeps and then we miss. Two there. more
0: sleeps. Yeah, that's exactly it. Matt, it's it's the build-up's been been going for quite long. There's been a, a lot of uh, sort of talk on social media between some of the proponents. I know Wade Fanikak uh, has has had a go at some of the youngsters coming up. He was beaten early in the season, but you can't see that happening again this weekend, can you? Well, I don't
2: know. Eh? Let's let's just wait and see. I think. Uh, the guys are all ramped and I think we've got an amazing field this year. I mean, we've got uh, Akani and Akundo that have gone sub-10. Then we've got Jeff and Clarence. We've got one who's back on the scene, and we've got Wade. We've got six guys potentially that all could feature to go sub-10.
0: Matt you know what it's like obviously in order to run fast I mean competition breeds success and uh, we, we've been talking about it for a while now but this is almost a golden era in South African sprinting what, what do you think what do you think's going to happen particularly on, on the, the, the big ones from a time perspective are we going to see South African records broken possibly challenging for world records
2: Oh, look, I don't think world records is, is going to be on the cards. I think this weekend is about the national champ, title. And that's what these guys are going to be going out to race for. So even if the guy, look, I've got a, I think we'll see two or three guys under 10 seconds this weekend, which will be the fastest race we've ever seen in South Africa. Um, but I think this weekend is all about titles. And you, when you've got six or seven guys that can easily win it on their day, if you cross the line in a 10.05 and winning the race, you're actually not bothered. You just want that title. And I think that's the scary thing about this weekend. We've never seen this depth, this amount of talent or this amount of interest in a national championship. Like you said, Usain Bolt sent a message. I mean, we've got World Relays this weekend, and he sent a shout-out to South African Athletics <laughs> national championships. Wait for me, Kirk. We're going to be watching you. And that's how big this, this event is this weekend.
0: Matt, you talk about world relays. That, that's been probably one of the big faux pas in, in the build-up to this meet. We could have been challenging for medals there. You, you talk about the depth in South African sprinting. Scheduling, that's one of the things that's come up. It's, it's an issue. Surely we should be sending a team to those championships.
2: It, no, look, it, it definitely was. I mean, this was something that was pointed out long ago. No one made the call to change nationals. So the athletes made a call and said, well, we want to run in South Africa. We want to run in front of our home crowd. And this whole full-up potch has been a, an initiative by the athletes to get people to come down there. They want to perform at their best in front of South African public. And But for them to have gone and told the ASA, we are not going to world ch- uh, the World Relays, we're going to putsch, is a massive statement. They, they've kind of just thrown it down and, and said, we're at the peak of athletics in South Africa. We want to show the South African public what we're all about. It's sad from an AFA point of view. I mean, they, they had two massive events. They, they could have sent a relay team to, to Worlds and medals, and they could have had an, an AFA chance where they could have showcased their best athletes. We're getting one of those two, and I mean, for for a brand or a a federation that's looking for sponsorship, this is the perfect opportunity. Bring guys down. Show them what athletics is about. Yes, we've got the sprints, and I I can talk all night about that. You know that. But we've got long jump. We've got Louvre and Rishwa, We've got Caster in the 400 and the 800. Will she break Hayda's record in the 400? You know, we know she'll win the 800, but... You know, the record for the 400. We've got Senefillion in the javelin. We've got Alwari Khalant in the, in the distance events. You know, we can keep naming you. These are world-class athletes that we have in South Africa that are going to be on show this weekend in Poch.
0: Yeah, absolutely. If you're anywhere close to Parch, make sure you get down there. Let's fill it up. I think it's probably one of the most eagerly anticipated national championships uh, in, in, uh, in, in as long as I can remember. Matt, I know you're looking forward to it. You mentioned that 400-meter women's record. So obviously that one's close to home. Uh, and let's see if, uh, if Custer Semenya does uh, pick up that victory. And, and not just pick up the victory, I'm sure she will, but if she does break that record as well. Matt Quinn, enjoy the athletics this weekend. I'm sure we'll touch base with you sometime between now uh, and its con- Conclusion here on SAFM And uh, let's hope we see lots of SA records broken
2: Absolutely I think it's going to be an incredible weekend And like you said, if you're around or you're out of, if you, It's an hour out of Jogic, guys. Get, get yourself down and you're going to see some incredible athletics um, And these guys are going to come to the party And they're going to show the world what, we, what we're all about
0: Should be an absolute cracker Matt Quinn, thanks very much for your time uh, Still to come on this evening's Sports trap We'll be chatting some football We're going to be chatting uh, some rugby as well That's all coming up next This is Sport on SAFM, every supporter's greatest resource. You're listening to South Africa's news and information leader. Last night, uh, some fascinating UEFA Champions League action taking place. It was uh, the second leg and drama galore at the Bernabeu. In the end, three goals from Cristiano Ronaldo. Man, he is an absolute machine. We join now by a footballing pundit from leftbacks.co.za, Bruce Dan. Bruce, welcome onto the show once again. Nice to nice to catch up. I mean, what a, what a game of football ending uh, three all basically on aggregate. Both teams with an away goal after 90 minutes. Uh, a phenomenal game of football.
3: Hey, Brad. Uh, yeah, it was a good uh, it was a good uh, good leg, uh, but you know, so much drama in that with uh, Vidal's red card, Ronaldo' hat trick, uh, 100 Champions League goals for him, an offside goal. It had everything didn't it?
0: It did. Uh, lots of drama. You, you talk about the red card. Do you think that had a major factor in the, in the game at the end of the day?
3: Yeah, it had to. Vidal's huge for that side. Um, and, you know, it, yes, it wasn't a red card, I don't believe. But, uh, you know, he's on a yellow card. You can't be taking chances like that, you know? You know, pull out, it's in the middle of the park, let it go, and you carry on with the game. But, yeah, I think with Vidal, that's a huge loss for Munich.
0: Yeah, so 5-3 it was uh, on aggregate at the end of the night. Three goals being scored in uh, extra time. Bruce, let's talk about Cristiano Ronaldo. We we mentioned he scored a hat-trick last night, 100 Champions League goals. I mean, he's (laughs) the scary thing is, uh, I mean, in any other era, he would be head and shoulders above the next best, but because he's in the the Lionel Messi era, there's lots of debate (laughs) around it. But uh, just as a standalone player, he's phenomenal.
3: Yeah, he is huge, and I mean, he couldn't have asked to bring up 100 Champions League goals any better. He scored the perfect hat trick, you know, left foot, the right foot, he scored at the head. I mean, he brought it up absolutely perfectly. And there's, to be fair, there's actually not much he can't do. You know, he really is superb.
0: Yeah, he is the the full package, uh, and yeah, and and accounts. Never met him, but all accounts are nice guys. Well, let's talk about the other game. I don't want to say no surprise I think a bit of disappointment Leicester City crashing out uh, they ended up losing uh, on aggregates 2-1 they drew 1-1 last night at the King Power Stadium but uh, Jamie Vardy on the score sheet once again I mean early on in the season when Claudio Ranieri was uh, still in charge he couldn't uh, he couldn't spell goal never mind score one uh, back on the score sheet last night they'll be disappointed but uh, I think they've they've had a good run and and surprised a lot of people in this campaign
3: yeah, I agree with you. Uh there was no surprise last night. I mean Atleti are top top side. Uh and I think, you know, at the beginning of the season if you had given uh Leicester the a quarter final option they would have taken it, you know. So um yeah, I think I agree with you. No no real surprise. Um but you know, their fairy tale it's uh unfortunately over for them.
0: Yeah, exactly. I was kind of secretly hoping they would uh, spring another surprise like they did in the English League last season and uh, for sure. bankrupt some bookies, but uh, yeah, not to be for Leicester City. <laughs> Let's talk about tonight's game. And uh, we saw what happened in the last round with Barcelona. Bruce, can lightning strike twice? They three 0 down. They up against Juventus tonight. Uh, we said last time round it was a mountain to climb. I think this is virtually impossible.
3: Yeah, I think it's a little bit different to last time. Uh, you know, they scored plenty against PSG in the second leg, but, uh, let's not forget this is an Italian side and, the Italians love to defend and they defend the best in the world. Uh, and yeah, I just can't see them, I can't see them scoring that many again. And I mean, if, if Juventus sit back, they may struggle, but one goal, if Juventus score one goal, Barca need five, you know, and I just, I just don't see that happening. So yeah, I think this might be the end of the road for, uh, Barcelona, but we do know that uh, UEFA do love the Spanish side, so uh, who <laughs> knows what could happen tonight.
0: And Bruce, let's be honest, if any team can do it, Barcelona's proved that they can do it.
3: Yeah, I mean, Messi, Suarez, Neymar, that's, uh, that sums it up right there. They've got probably the best three strikers in the world, or at least the best combination of strikers in the world. Uh, yeah, if one side's going to score five or six, it's definitely going to be them, and they can share it amongst themselves, you know?
0: Yeah, I, I, if you're going to watch that game tonight, make sure you've got snacks, you've got coffee, you've got whatever you want to drink because you're not going to want to get up. Uh, you're going to miss tons, I'm sure. No. It's, it should be, a, it no. should be a fantastic game. And there's nothing better than watching Barcelona throw the kitchen sink at a team because that's what they have to do tonight.
3: Exactly. I mean, an interview with their manager uh, yesterday said they're going to attack, they're going to attack then they'll rest a bit and attack some more. So I think, yeah, like you say, um, you know, strap, strap in, uh, it's going to be a good one.
0: And then the other match, you've got a feel for Borussia Dortmund. They went down 3-2 to Monaco last week. I mean, that result is surprising in the least that it was that close. Uh, dramatic week for them, and uh, they've got to come back from that. So, uh, to be honest, I can't see it happening either.
3: Yeah, look, I think Dortmund, well, firstly, I think they are a bit hard done by to uh, have to play the next day um, after after what happened to them. Uh, was, that is a bit harsh to make them play, but uh, I think Dortmund have almost become, you know, with Leicester out, they've almost become the neutral team, you know. Um, after what happened to them with a with the bomb going off near their near their bus, I think uh, a lot of people would actually like to see them go on and win it, you know. Well, um, I, I at least would definitely.
0: Yeah, it's going to be a great game of football. That, Bruce, thank you very much for your time once again. We look forward to catching up with you soon here on SAFM Sport Enjoy the footy this evening. We will uh, we'll chat soon.
3: Brilliant. Thanks, Red
1: You're listening to Sport on SAFM, the next best thing to being at
4: the game.
0: On to some football now, and today is D-Day for Safa's negotiations with Supersport United for the services of their head coach, Stuart Baxter, for the vacant Bafana Bafana job. SABC Sport has picked up that the buyout fee demanded by the Premier Soccer League club continues to be the stumbling block in these negotiations. Bafana have now gone four and a half months without a head coach after Sheikh's Mishaba was fired in December last year after he was found guilty of gross misconduct and insubordination. Following three months of searching for a new coach Dennis Mumble who only returned on Monday from a business trip to the US says they could have an update uh, on their search later today.
5: Nothing much that I can say about that. Ask me tomorrow morning and maybe we will have uh, something to tell you. The the phone calls that I need to make uh, include those, So, but there's nothing that I can report to you right now that has changed from where we were yesterday. Uh, But, you know, as I said, every day we are doing something to try and resolve the issue. Uh, Perhaps if you ask me tomorrow morning, uh, hopefully, Uh, Something would have changed. Why
6: why is it going to be different tomorrow morning?
5: Because I have some important phone calls that I need to make. Uh, I'm only back one day, you know, from from my trip, and uh, this clearly is something that I've been dealing with for much of the day. Uh, But there are a couple of phone calls. You've heard the phone ringing while I was talking to you now. (laughs) And uh, I looked at the names on the phone, and it is about this issue hopefully we can resolve
0: the issue. It's clear that Safa want to see if they are getting back still or not and continue with the second candidate that they're engaging with to finalise this process. Time is not on their side as Bufana have got a crucial 2019 Africa Cup of Nations qualifier away to Nigeria at the beginning of June. Mumble admits that they are under pressure to announce the new coach
5: it's a combination and you will have to then guess from there what i mean by that it's uh, it's a combination so uh, i must i must just make i don't want to reveal you know too much because again these things are quite sensitive and if we go and talk for instance in in the public uh, domain we might upset you know ongoing discussions that we are having yeah, why do you go and talk to student you don't come and finalize with us whilst we are still discussing because it's going back and forth you know no we must go and talk to so-and-so we must go and talk to so-and-so mm-hmm. before we can come back to you so i'm hoping that uh, one of the f- phone calls that i've missed here while i'm talking to you here uh, is the answer that i'm looking for
6: yeah because uh, ceo coach Park has been asked a lot of questions mm-hmm. um, especially since you guys also left and.
5: He's been saying mm. we should ask you. Mm. Yeah, no, it is correct. We don't want to put this thing, you know, in any one particular coach's uh, uh, lap. Um, there are certain things that we needed to finalize. I made a statement before I left for my trip to the US that uh, there are two individuals that we are talking to and whoever it is that we can strike the best deal with we are going to end up doing that.
0: Safa had earlier set a deadline of the end of February to announce the new coach but it's now been two months since they couldn't meet that deadline. Negotiations with favorites like Carlos Queros and Herve Reynar broke down It's been reported that negotiations with Baxter for personal terms have been progressing smoothly despite negative reports of his alleged demands that include a 1 million rand monthly salary and full-time employment of his son as goalkeeper coach. Speaking to the media on Sunday, Baxter was clear that the ball is now in SAFA and Supersport United's court.
1: Yeah, what can I I tell you? What can I tell you? I think think the the, the SAFA hierarchy have been been away. away. I think... uh, They've, they've spoken to Supersport, sports and, and, uh, and it's sort of at, a, at, a, at an impasse that means that I'm not, I'm not I'm not in the loop I'm not negotiating with anybody I'm, I'm sort of out of the picture so I can't tell you anymore you know? I think the best thing to do is to call SARPA or call um, no don't call SARPA because you get that media officer but uh, you, if, you call, if you call super sport and, you, and speak to them you know but me, I'm, I'm, enjoying, I'm enjoying the game tonight. I didn't enjoy the game on Sunday, so I'll, I'll continue to do as much work as I can with the players to develop them.
6: The Hospice Palliative Care Association of South Africa, with 146 member hospices throughout the country, remains a leading provider of palliative care, which assists with treatment of pain and other distressing symptoms. HPCA continues to advocate for improved services in palliative care and the overall national health system. HBCA is reliant on the generosity of the public to continue to provide these essential services. To find out more about palliative care, visit hbca.ca.za. This initiative has been made possible by the SABC Foundation.
7: Are you afraid of some animal or challenge <laughs> and wanted to help you overcome it in a fun-filled way? Well, my taste myself invites you to join us on a fun-filled adventure that might also cure your fear and change your world. You don't have to be young, fit, or even strong. Only want to live a little. Go to www.sabc2.co.za and you could partake in our next authentic adventure. Gaily Effect
2: in Gear. Live, another afternoon well spent. You will all recall that leading the charge of intimidation as the minister of water and sanitation now what needs to be noted about the minister of water and sanitation is that she is not a member of parliament in the technical sense of the term she was appointed by the president with a constitutional provision which allows the president to appoint two persons outside of parliament to cabinet therefore she is a beneficiary of that constitutional mercy which the president has. So when the motion of no confidence comes before Parliament, Um, she may be in attendance, but she will not have voting rights. PM Live, weekdays from 4 to 6 p.m.
1: Only on SAFM, South
6: Africa's news and information leader. The Hospice Palliative Care Association of South Africa, with 146 member hospices throughout the country, remains a leading provider of palliative care, which assists with treatment of pain and other distressing symptoms. HPCA continues to advocate for improved services in palliative care and the overall national health system. HPCA is reliant on the generosity of the public to continue to provide these essential services. To find out more about palliative care, visit hpca.ca.ca. This initiative has been made possible by the SABC Foundation.
7: Are you afraid of some animal or challenge and want us to help you overcome it in a fun-filled way? While well, Matthijs my taste myself, invite you to join us on a fun-filled adventure that might also cure your fear and change your world. You don't have to be young, fit, or even strong. Only want to live a little. Go to www.sabc2.co.za and you could partake in our next authentic adventure.
1: S A F M Sports Rap
0: on to some rugby now and as you heard on PM Live this afternoon, Sam Warburton will become only the second player ever after Martin Johnson to lead the British and Irish Lions on two tours as he was named captain of the squad that will travel to New Zealand later this year. The 28-year-old Welshman was also captain when the Lions beat Australia four years ago while England captain Dylan Hartley has been omitted from the squad despite his impressive record at leading his national side for the last couple of years. The 41-man Lions squad was announced earlier today live on the team's official Facebook page. Afterwards, Coach Warren Gatlin says Warburton is the right man to lead the team.
4: I just think uh, the experience, having captain the team in 2013, um, he's fully aware that his form needs to be good enough to be selected in the the test team. Um, So there's going to be some pressure on him for that. But I think... The right man for the job, in terms of you know it was, it was a it was a tough call, i mean there's going to be other players in the squad that are going to need to provide leadership um, within the squad, and that's going to be really important to to support sam, and like I said, you know he did a great job in two thousand and thirteen, so it was for us uh, natural choice.
0: Warburton stepped down as Wales captain before the 2017 Six Nations campaign and was replaced by Locke Allenwyn Jones. The Wales loose forwards has struggled with numerous injuries in his playing career but is hoping to be fully fit when the team departs for New Zealand for the first game of the tour which takes place on the 3rd of June.
4: Yeah, it's it's hard to put into words really. It was only till I think last night (laughs) even four years later 2013 tour hasn't really sunk in to be honest and uh, we had a dinner last night with all the ex-captains From the previous Lions tour it was only when you sat down at that table and you see the company you're with you kind of realize what you're doing you know so that really hit home to to how big a deal it is especially this time around with new zealand you know arguably the toughest tour um you know amazing challenge and amazing opportunity i was just in a supermarket car park my wife was getting (laughs) some getting some bread and milk i didn't want to go in because the cashier loves rugby and i didn't want to be asking (laughs) a question about the lions um, I think I hung up on Gats the first time, because so I thought it was one of the boys in the Blues messing around, So you know, messing on my phone in the morning. I've had it every day for the last three weeks, you know, boys constantly asking me. But Jeremy didn't know, so um, but yeah, he asked me last Thursday afternoon.
0: South African-born CJ Stunders has been included in the side as one of 11 Irish players, while there were 16 representatives from England, 12 from Wales and 2 from Scotland. Amongst the forward selections, there was a surprise with inclusion of Ross Variety. Ford coach Steve Borthwick says he's looking forward to working with the best players in the northern hemisphere.
7: Yeah, I think uh,
4: we are going to, have to come together really quickly because the game is going to come thick and fast, as we know. But you look at that; this is an impressive group of forwards, and um, I think having heard their
1: names announced this morning, they're going to be today that they're going to be raring to go. I know I am as well.
0: Two surprise inclusions amongst the backs are Jack Nowell and Jared Payne. The Lions will kick off their tour of New Zealand against a provincial Union 15 before coming up against the Blues, Crusaders, Highlanders, Maori All Blacks and the Chiefs. Their first test against the All Blacks will be on the 24th of June before a midweek game against the Hurricanes and then the final two tests. 30,000 fans are expected to make the journey to New Zealand to support the Lions and Gatlin says now that the team has been announced, it's time for all the supporters to get behind the 41 players. Yeah.
4: I think there's been healthy debate about the squad and I think now that the squad's been announced is that we get behind that team 100% and and be excited about uh, travelling to New Zealand and everyone supporting what is an incredible traditional team um, and let's let's be 100% supportive and behind that team. I I think that as guys have said before, that the competition for places um, you know, there's going to be some some players fighting for for test spots, and the, you know, there's no clear number one or number two or number three in certain positions. So that, that's what that's what makes us pretty excited about the quality of the the squad that we have going to New Zealand. The, the competition, we know how tough it's going to be. Particularly, you know, this will be the toughest tour, and previous tours, you know, the midweek games tended to be a little bit easier. But when you look at the quality of the opposition that we're playing in midweeks it's gonna be you know hugely challenging. That's why we've picked a a few extra players than we did in, in two thousand and thirteen. We just need to be make sure that we've got the depth and quality of the squad to be able to handle the, the, the quality of the sides that we're playing in, and coming up against.
0: SAFM Sports Wrap. And that's it for the show for this evening. Don't forget, if you would like to be in touch, you can email the executive producer at sport at safm.co.za. You can also touch base on the various social media platforms. Uh, With me personally, you can find me at Big Brad Brown on pretty much most of them, or you can reach out to SAFM Radio. We love hearing from you. Do be in touch. Coming up on the other side of 7 o'clock this evening, it is the talk shop with Naledi Malayo. Great host has got your news. Before I go there, a quick cricket update for you. The Delhi Daredevils are 56 for the loss of one. After six overs, they still need another 136 runs uh, for victory against the Sunrisers' Hyderabad, that of 14 overs. Enjoy the footy tonight. Lots of great football domestically and internationally in Europe. Uh, Tonight, it should be a uh, fabulous evening. All the results for you tomorrow morning on AM Live. Make sure you tune in then. Have yourself a great evening from myself, Brad Brown, and my producer, Siobhan Chetty. Take care.